Sometimes I need to find some photos in my phone, and I come across photos of the first weeks of a full-scale war. They remind me about how suddenly everything in life can change. It's not only about the issue of security, although, of course, it is primarily this. But it is also interesting how in crisis conditions a reassessment of values happens and the reassessment of what really bothers you. I remember that at least a month before the start of Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine, there were many publications in the media about what the so-called alarm suitcase should look like. In practice, it could also be a backpack, but you understand, we are talking about a certain set of things that should be packed in case of evacuation. Documents, medicine, a power bank, a set of clothes, and food for a couple of days. I packed my alarm pack the day before the full-scale invasion began. It is difficult to explain why exactly that day, but this is how it happened. And eventually it saved me a lot of time when I was going to the office on the morning of February 24th. Now I look back at photos from the first weeks of the full-scale invasion and realize that I had exactly two sweaters and one pair of jeans. It was almost all my clothes for this period when I lived with my relatives. During this period I often gave comments to various foreign media, and every time in the same sweater. Just a TV presenter's nightmare. But at that moment I didn't even notice that I didn't have enough clothes. Or if to speak more precisely, at that time it was enough. During that period I have many photos of cats that live with my uncle and aunt. Never considered myself to be a cat person, but they appeared to be our greatest comfort during that period. Cats and memes and jokes about war. I remember how impressed I was by other people's kindness and support. It still touches me, but then, in the first months of the full-scale war, it was fantastic. People were not only saving themselves and their families, but also had time to think about others. And here I'm not only talking about donating to the needs of the Ukrainian military. This, after all, can be interpreted as a contribution to our own security and survival. But I remember the day when a friend who had moved out of town asked me to check if everything was okay with the windows in her house, because a Russian missile had recently hit a building nearby. When I was returning from there, I noticed a neatly tied package hanging on one of the bins. There was a note, fresh food, for those in need, do not throw it away. The person also provided the date when the food was packed. And here is a photo of my first visit to the restaurant, April 6th. That means that it became possible already after the Russians' retreat from the northern outskirts of Kyiv. My boyfriend and I went to one of the few places that were open at that time, the restaurant called Musafir, with the Crimean Tatar cuisine. In the photo I am eating yantyk, probably my favorite food of Crimean Tatar cuisine. I eat and smile. I know exactly what emotions I had then. Absolute happiness from the opportunity to touch my usual life. In a few days we will thank our relatives who hosted us for more than a month and return home. If you scroll further through the album with photos of spring 2022, there will be a lot more interesting. Here is a photo of magnolias that have started to bloom near our house, the spring that seemed that would never come. 
And here is the first photo of my boyfriend in military uniform. It is still difficult to remember the emotions of the period after he was conscripted for the army. I was very afraid for him. And here is a photo from my friend's wedding. They decided to register their marriage in May 2022. Despite all the bad and terrible stuff that happens to us, the most amazing thing is that life goes on. For me, the best way to realize that is to look at photos on my phone. This life is fragile, complicated, unpredictable, but it goes on. Sometimes I forget about it. My mind goes back to February 2014, when security forces controlled by then-government in Kyiv shot the participants of the Revolution of Dignity. I feel like that was the exact moment when I was thrown into a whirlwind of events. And it is not stopping. The Revolution of Dignity ultimately ended, with its victory. But instead, Russia started its war against Ukraine. First, the occupation of Crimea, then the invasion of the eastern part of Ukraine. In 2014, I was 25 years old, and today I am 34. The war is still going on. In 2014, it seemed that the worst had already happened. Until 2022, I had no idea that the war could become even bigger and that Russian missiles could reach Kyiv or Lviv. Has the worst already happened? However, I'm not sure that I should look for an answer to this question anymore.